Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So as I was looking at my desk here, which I use, of course, for the show, I thought for a moment I was looking at a store that sells eye drops. And most of this makes no sense to most of you, but when you get older and you get dry eyes, you get eye drops. So we have something here called Sustain Hydration PF with Hydro Boost. Then we've got something called Clear Eyes Complete Seven Symptom Relief. So I don't know about the eighth. You can have but seven symptoms. <laughs> wrong with your eyes? Seven <laughs> symptom oh relief. Hey, folks, this is serious <laughs> business now. Somebody invented eye drops that clear seven symptoms. Ferratears Dry Eye Therapy. It's real, folks. And then we've got Refresh Reliever for Contacts. Because I have contact lenses in one eye, but that's more complicated. Ferratears Extra, Extra Moisturizing. Refresh Reliever PF. Which means if you take it, you go poof. I really got to get on that whole product placement, you know, plan that we had because, you know, we just could have made like $12.50 there. Well, you know, that's yes, it's, it's an idea. Just think for one minute, $12.50. Now, those of you who get $500,000 a week to do a TV show, a 43 minute TV show, wouldn't appreciate what $12.50 does. But $12.50 is more than many people in the United States earn in an hour. You could be right about that. Because even up here in Alberta, I think the minimum wage is still $10 an hour. And that's a Canadian dollar. And you're getting $4 an hour for the show. Is that correct, Randall? I, you know, I'm not even sure anymore. It just, it, I don't even look, you know, because if I do, then it's like, hmm. He has to look at his pay stub. <laughs> Chris Rutkowski, do you get a normal pay stub when you get paid? Uh, no, I never see anything. It just magically goes into a, an electronic bank account, and I assume it's there that when I use my debit card, I can actually buy my Clear Eye TheraView uh, water anti whatever it is because, you know, it's just what you do. Yeah, well, it's better than having somebody spit in your eye. Here's mud in your eye. We used to think that. It, we would never see a cashless society. I, I thought, no, that will just never happen in my lifetime. And until the other day, which was a whole shock, really, because I went into a store and their system, their electronic payment system was down. And it was the first time that I had paid cash in. And I went to remember, and I couldn't remember the last time I actually paid cash for something. Well, and of course, during this whole COVID thing, the only way uh, that you could buy stuff, uh, a lot of stores, uh, at least around here, were not accepting cash anymore. You had to use uh, a debit card or uh, e-transfer or something like that. And, and so it was actually hard to find a place that would take cash. Yeah, the whole fear thing really got out of control. They, they didn't even do any actual controlled studies to prove whether or not you could transmit COVID by surface contact. So, you know, that was all just one of those great big myths. And even the, the libraries across many parts of the world shut down, and there was no evidence that signing a book out of the library and returning it transmitted the disease at all. I mean, but that's, now we're getting into a whole other 
realm of talk show here, which probably Gene is going to do it, Randall. Let's not go there. (laughs) (laughs) I have one of those uh, little free libraries uh, in front of our house, and it is the only open library. Boy, I don't think there's an open library for miles and miles and miles around. And there's a constant stream of kids looking for picture books to read and and stuff they need for school and stuff like sure. that. We're actually the busiest spot in this entire <laughs> area. You know, I just wonder about libraries in general. If we need them, we get everything online. You have e-books. Of course, there's something about a real book holding a real book in your hands. And you, of course, Chris would understand that as having written books, as I have. There's something very special about a book. There is. And, and kids, you know, they uh, um, even though a lot of it is available online, there's still like picture books, board books, all that sort of stuff for the real young ones that are going to be physical books for quite some time. So, uh, you know, there's there's this transition that will happen somewhere in the early teen years or preteen years where they'll go completely to iPads and uh, reading things on Kindles and stuff. But uh, in between, yeah, yeah, there'll be some books. Just thinking here, of course, that my son and I wrote real books. But let's move to something more scientific than eye drops and spitting in one's eyes and going to a library. Is that a question, Randall? Well, actually, yeah, I've, I've, I've got a question for Chris, who uh, is a science writer and uh, has an interest in astronomy. Uh, I believe that's correct. Is am, am yeah. I right about that, Chris? Yes. Yeah. I uh, my degrees are in astronomy and education, so in theory, <laughs> I can I can try to answer a question or two. Okay. Um, I was sort of in the process of putting it together here so that it, it makes more sense, but I'm pretty sure that, that you'll get this. Now, I wrote into one of those science column writers because they had a, a, a way for you to write in and ask a question if you had a question. And I've, you know, I've taken astronomy courses too. And I've got, you know, I, I'm not like a flat earth conspiracy theorist or anything like that. But there's, You could there's have fooled little... me. <laughs> Gene, what was that? You could have fooled me. Oh, okay. Right. So, Okay, so here here it is. You know the Terminator line, right? We're not talking about the robot here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also known as the Twilight Zone, interestingly. So it's not entirely inappropriate for the show. Okay, now that line, for our listeners, right? And, and correct me if I'm wrong in any way here as I go through this. That, that Terminator line is the dividing line between light and day on the planet. Uh, yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll go, with, we'll go with that. Okay. So that means that as the Earth turns, that line moves across the landscape. Yep. Okay. So, depending on how fast the Earth rotates, that line, in theory, should move across the landscape at the speed that the Earth rotates. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Good. Okay. So. I live here in Calgary, and I can look out and I can see the mountains off to the west. Mm-hmm. And I can see a few buildings, for that matter, that are taller than my house, mm-hmm. also just off to the west. And when the sun comes up, 
in the morning before the direct rays hit. Everything is in that twilight zone period. Now, their answer that I got back to this question, and I have to preface this, is that the reason that what I'm going to be asking happens is because of scattering of light in the atmosphere. Okay. That's not the answer. Okay. And I wrote back, <laughs> I wrote back and I, I explained that it wasn't the answer and I never got an answer back. Because when the sun comes up over the horizon and you've got direct rays, mm -hmm. there's a big difference between this scattering of the light in the atmosphere and the direct rays of the sun hitting those mountains in the distance at the peaks of those mountains, right? Okay, yeah. Okay, so you, you've got direct rays at that point. Now, okay, we've, we've got some refraction. Okay, fine. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're going to have to break. And then we'll get the rest of this question. But then the more important thing we'll talk about is that Pentagon UAP task force report. And was well, it really written by two part-timers over a period of six months? And one more thing. Our guest this week will also be back on After the Paracast, which is available exclusively to subscribers of the Paracast Plus. For more info, go to theparacast.plus, theparacast.plus. Chris Rutkowski, Gene Steinberg, Jay Randall Murphy, you're in the Paracast. Hey, listeners. I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com, that's SoupBeanSurvival.com, and discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away. At SoupBeanSurvival.com, that's SoupBeanSurvival.com. Has your body ever gone low blood sugar feeling weak, shaky, knowing you better eat something fast? 
We all know high blood sugar can lead to many metabolic problems. At GCNteam.com, we have a healthy blood sugar pack, focusing on the structure and function of stable blood sugar. Find us at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Nothing feels worse than unstable blood sugar. Call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. Now with orders to stay at home, public health concerns, the reality of illness due to pathogens and viruses, your health is at an all-time high risk. That's why it's critical to take a proactive approach to boost your immune system. You can with new nano-colloidal silver from AmeriCare. Our patented process with tiny silver particles, one one-hundredth the size of a red blood cell, allows for maximum body absorption. AmeriCare's nano-colloidal silver effectively disinfects your body internally, attacking pathogens and viruses while supercharging your immune system. Colloidal silver is antibacterial and antiviral. Simply put, it prohibits bacterial respiration, suffocating viral cells, preventing the virus from replicating. And now, due to public health concern, AmeriCare is authorized to offer our lowest and best price ever, around a dollar a day, but supplies are limited. Purchase nano-colloidal silver now at immunesupportnow.com. That's immunesupportnow.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Supplies are limited. Do the letters IRS give you anxiety? I'm Dan Pilla. I've defended people from the IRS for more than 40 years. My book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, created the tax resolution industry and is responsible for helping hundreds of thousands of people. It can help you, too. If you're a non-filer or facing IRS enforcement right now, your case is unique. You need real help, not cookie-cutter advice. My clients get my personal attention. Buy my book at danpilla.com and get a free consultation directly with me. That's danpilla.com. Let's start solving your tax problem right now. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. And so we continue. Randall, complete your comment, and let's find out whether it took two part-timers six months to write that report. Okay, so here we go. Now, prior to the break, we were talking about Terminator line on the Earth, how fast the Earth rotates, which is about roughly 1,600 kilometers an hour, or 1,000 miles per hour, if, if you, for the folks down in the United States there who are listening. Some estimates say 1,700. I don't know how they could get it wrong necessarily, but maybe there's some minor difference. It's a little bit different as you move closer towards the poles. Exactly, so, yeah. You know, so up here, it's it's a little slower, something like 600 and something kilometers per hour. Wait a minute here. At Calgary, no, it's at 654.746 miles per hour. Okay, so I'm looking at that, that line out there on the mountains. And I don't see it moving at 654 miles per hour, okay? It doesn't move that fast. In fact, I can see the, see the sun when it hits the building just not too far away here, less than a kilometer away. And it should take, at that speed, from that building only a few seconds to reach my house. But it doesn't. It takes minutes. So why explain that? I don't get it. What you seriously? Why uh, does the you you can see the sun on the mountains and on the building? You can see the Terminator line. Okay, 
(laughs) off in the distance. Uh It's supposed to be moving at 654 miles an hour. It doesn't. Why not? I've got all the logic right, as far as I can tell, but I just don't know why. (laughs) Well, I think part of it Part of it is that the Terminator is an imaginary line. Like it's it's uh, it, it's not a, a cut and dry thing. And depending on the angle of the sun's rays, that imaginary line is going to be, like you say, moving faster or slower depending on what uh, latitude you're at. Um, and also, it assumes a flat surface, so the mountains are much much higher. And the building is uh, a little bit uh, higher than you. And so the surface of the Earth isn't a complete bald sphere. So that's going to affect the, the speed of it moving across the, uh, the landscape as well. And when you see the mountains lit up by the sunlight, it's not that that's where the line is. It's yeah, that, it is, though. That's just it. Well, That's it, exactly where the line is. You can see it. As a matter of fact, you can see the sun on, on coming up. In the east, I can see it. I can turn around and look directly at it and uh-huh. see it. And I can see the mountains off in the distance, too. Okay? Mm-hmm. Direct, direct rays of sunlight. Okay? Yep. And right. Okay? So, so but, the, I mean, those are the but, direct rays of the sun hitting our atmosphere, refracting a bit, and hitting the mountain. But the mountains are a lot higher, so they're going to be catching the rays a lot sooner than the, the valley at the bottom of the mountain. Right. If 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 the the Earth was a complete bald um, billiard ball, that would be true. That the line would be moving that that way. But because uh, the mountains are in fact a, a lot higher, you're actually not seeing the Terminator. You're seeing the the rays of the sun hitting it, and the Terminator is actually probably some distance uh, beyond it already. It's hard to visualize, but uh, that's that's the best answer I can give at this point. Not satisfied. Uh, yeah, because you can, even once they're down closer to the foothills, you can still see them at the foothills, right, where it's a lot flatter. And and then it, there's a long, long flat space between the mountains, right, and where I live. So... How does it explain that? It still takes a long time for it to get from there to here. Way longer than, than what it would take if it was traveling at 600 and something miles per hour. So uh, I, I don't know. I haven't got it figured out yet. I just thought I would. <laughs> I'll have to get, a back, I'll have to get a, 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 the back of a napkin and do some calculations. How yeah, I've, I've tried, and I just okay, don't, okay. you know. The, all I can see is that it should take, you know, less. It, it should re- take 2.8 minutes. Okay, from the time that I see that sunlight out there hitting those services and getting even if we could take it down to the bottom of the mound, but it takes like way longer. It takes, so, longer, it takes longer than 2.8 minutes? Yes, it does. Yeah. So I, I don't know how to explain it, but I just thought I'd throw it out there. Hey, guys, <laughs> let's let's talk about the two part timers who wrote that Pentagon UAP task force report. I don't know if that's true or not. I read that at one place. And then another commentator said that there was one run-on sentence that looked like a long paragraph. It's badly written. And you think after six months writing a a six-page document, they could figure out something a little flashier, Chris? Well, yeah. And uh, one story I heard is that it uh, was not actually finished 
writing or somebody had not finished writing it the day before it was released, which, which is really cutting things close, I think. And whether it was two part-timers or one or, or a whole fleet of them, I, I don't know. But uh, I, I think it's safe to say that most people were disappointed with the result. I think that's safe to say. Well, I kind of expected hemming and hawing and no final conclusion. I mean, I think it would have been very naive for anyone to have expected that the authorities would say E.T. is here or E.T. is observing us. Oh, that would be the yet, last thing you'd yet expect. How many, how many UFO experts were saying that's exactly what was going to happen? I mean, I think there'd be an interesting exercise. I was trying to uh, engage in a conversation with a few people on Facebook about that, that it'd be interesting to gather up all the experts' predictions about what was going to be in the uh, in this task force report and see how close they were. And my recollection is that uh, there were a number of UFO experts who were saying, oh, no, this, this is going to be the big D disclosure. Absolutely. And uh, it, it, it weren't. In fact, I, I facetiously posted at Facebook in bold capital letters, disclosure at last, and then underneath in smaller letters was not what happened. And <laughs> I took flack for that, um, like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> oh, man, I dropped the George Tsouklas meme picture in there uh, in our forum, you know, that, you know, they're not saying it was aliens, but it was aliens. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, because, it, I mean, it's so perfect. Well, you see, what's happened is E.T. has become the other. Oh, yeah. It's, it's buried in the other. That's a, yeah, I've heard that a lot now, too. Yeah. Okay, let's have a reality check here. Forget about what I thought, which most people will after the show is over and probably before. Forget about what Randall thought. Chris Rutkowski, you're the expert. We brought you here because we wanted a reality check. So let's look over this document. Let's look over the expectations. Let's look at what they delivered and what this means, what this does going forward. Will it be Condon 2.0 in the very end, as Kevin D. Randall suggests? More to come with Gene and Randall and Chris, you're in. The Paracast. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attention Americans with an IRA or 401k. This is a message from the desk of Chuck Norris. It reads, fellow Americans, today we are facing uncertain times, higher taxes, higher inflation, higher government spending, and higher debt. As a result, millions of Americans could see their life savings disappear. Now, I worked hard for my money, and I've worked even harder to keep it. And there's a small secret I learned along the way to keep Uncle Sam's hands out of my pocket. Let me show you right now. Pick up your phone and call 866-967-2808 and speak to a professional at Gold Co. to get a free copy of my 2021 special report. That's 866-967-2808. Call now and you'll learn the simple steps I took to protect myself. Now is not the time to sit back. It's time to fight back. Call 866-967-2808 and ask for my 2021 special report. If you don't fight for your money, who will? Call 866-967-2808 now. 
USA Radio News with Dan Naraki. Eleven men are in custody after an hours-long standoff Saturday morning with Massachusetts State Police. The incident took place after a traffic stop on I-95 in Wakefield, Massachusetts, where a group of armed men exited their vehicles and fled into some nearby woods. Police negotiators were eventually able to end the standoff with the men surrendering peacefully. They told police they were members of a group that didn't recognize our laws. The 11 faced firearms and other charges. And authorities in Florida say the confirmed death toll in the Surfside condo tower collapse has risen to 24 after two more bodies were pulled from the rubble. 121 residents are still unaccounted for. Miami-Dade County Mayor Daniela Levine-Cava said Saturday that search and rescue operations have been temporarily halted while work begins to demolish the part of the structure that has remained standing. Efforts to raise the remaining part of the building have been accelerated with the approach of Tropical Storm Elsa. This is USA Radio News. A social media company is making a big policy change. Mike Fortier reports. Pinterest announcing this week it will no longer post weight loss ads. The company says it wants Pinterest to be the place where everyone belongs, regardless of body shape or size. Pinterest, the first company to ban all weight loss ads on its platform, they encourage others to do the same. Ads promoting healthy lifestyles and habits or fitness services and products will still be allowed, though, provided they don't focus on weight loss. The National Eating Disorders Association applauds Pinterest, and it says it also hopes this encourages other companies to follow suit. From the USA Radio News Florida Bureau, I'm Mike Fortier. And Elsa weakened into a tropical storm Saturday as it moved through the Caribbean. The storm has slowed down as it passes between Haiti and Jamaica and is expected to make a turn north on Sunday, eventually moving through central Cuba and towards Florida. Forecasters expect it to move near or over the west coast of the state on Tuesday. You're listening to USA Radio News. The reviews for Extendivite are amazing. Amazon customer. It's amazing. I just ordered my second bottle. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after I exercise. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off of BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. Amazon customer. Extendivite works great. This product has made my blood pressure and cholesterol stable. I highly recommend it. Amazon customer. Excellent herbal formula. I've been using it to keep my cardiovascular system fine-tuned. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Marie D. Jones, the author of This Book is from the Future, and you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Chris Rutkowski, the Pentagon UAP Task Force Report. Carry on, sir. Well, yeah, and I think Kevin Randall, you know, he was not too far off the mark about Condon 2.0. What is really interesting to me about the uh, the UAP task force report is that there's no history attached to it at all. There's no mention of Blue Book. There's no mention of Condon. There's a lot that's missing from it. Now, it's possible that it's in this classified annex that John Greenwood's going to be probably getting in the next couple of days it's just it's very strange it's also interesting that uh the 
Air Force, U.S. Air Force is only sort of mentioned in passing at one point. Um, and, of course, that was where Blue Book and, uh, and Condon resided. Uh, so that may be partly why it wasn't mentioned. But it is strange that there was this absence of, of other military agencies that was really not mentioned uh, at all. I mean, they, uh, there's a section that talked about the FAA and, uh, and a few other agencies. But uh, the U.S. Air Force was really not mentioned much at all. For me, it was very strange that this task force could could say anything without referencing uh, earlier scientific studies or earlier studies and investigations whatsoever. So for me, that's, that is a, a very strange and curious thing. Well, this is the thing that's been part of the picture. Since the very first New York Times report came out in December of 2017 about the $22 million that went to Bob Bigelow to help his friend Harry Reid. All that, no perspective whatever. No one's saying, hey, this stuff's been going on for over 74 years. Why yeah. only now do we see possible evidence of them taking it seriously and suddenly it's the Navy, not the Air Force? Yeah, and the, one of the questions that was put to me by almost every uh, reporter and journalist who contacted me about this was, uh, why, is the, why is there such an interest in this now? You know, I, we have to go back to Blue Book because, you know, Blue Book basically finished late 60s, 68, something like that. Condon came out 69, although we do know that there are still reports going into Blue Book as early as the January of 70. Um, but really, ever since then, it's been a black hole. Um, there, We have not had any real information about what uh, the Air Force or Navy or you know, any other agency for that matter was doing with regard to UFOs. A few diligent people like Paul Dean and uh, uh, a few others have uh, were able to uncover some government documents and, and uh, case details of things in the 70s in Vietnam and uh, in a, a various uh, opera, theaters of operation. Um, so there have been some little snippets here and there. And, of course, you know, during the time of the 70s and 80s, when there were some classic cases, uh, the Air Force was turned to for some comment. And it was very dismissive and, and uh, you know, nothing's going on here, folks, that type of thing. Uh, and then when the, the, there were a few uh, inquiries uh, that turned to the Air Force about Roswell, for example, there were some brief investigations. And uh, again, you know, it was very dismissive. Nothing has really gone here. And then we have the, you know, the uncovering of the fact there really was a, a UAP investigation team uh, between 2007 and 2012. And you know, the question then came, well, if that was going on during that brief time period, was there something between that and Blue Book? And is there something going on now? And that, I think, was what really galvanized uh, and catalyzed public attention and to try and figure out what exactly was going on. And it, it was certainly boosted 
by Tom DeLonge and his uh, To the Stars Academy, especially since he did have a public relations person uh, working with him to uh, to make sure it got into media. So if you have that behind you, uh, it is going to trickle into media, and eventually uh, they just happen to hit the right day and the right chord, and then mainstream picked it up with Leslie Keene and, and Blumenthal and so forth. Um, you know, Ralph was retired, but he was still doggedly pursuing stuff. And, uh, you know, eventually it hit the New York Times. And, of course, what's interesting is that, and I think I've said this before on the show, that um, the New York Times had done serious uh, stories about UFOs many times in the in the past. It was not suddenly taking a notice. Um, there, sure, there were you know articles making fun of the thing, but there were some serious journalistic articles uh, in the New York Times about UFOs going back decades before this, um, and and a lot of other media. Uh, and in terms of TV, you know, the Peter Jennings UFO report uh, on his show was quite serious. Um, and then you have things like, you know, TV shows where uh, aliens like strawberry ice cream and things like that. You know, sure, there's those. But there was serious uh, journalistic efforts about UFOs. It's just people tend not to realize that. And then with this whole thing that's going on, we have the the investigation and then Harry Reid and this push to get something into uh, Congress and go on the record with the Senate Intelligence Committee. And, you know, it. I think people, uh, plus the, the public pressure and the, even the report itself noted this, that public pressure was part of what made them do this. Uh, now they're kind of forced to look into the UFO problem or UAP problem. And it'll be interesting to see what comes next because I think most people agree that this UAP task force report uh, was a preliminary uh, report and there's much more to come. This is just the tip of the iceberg. In fact, I, I think I saw something uh, posted just the other day about how uh, there's going to be a, a, another report or an update within 90 days. So this is just the beginning, and it'll be interesting to see whether the tune changes or whether it'll be more of the same. Well, what do you think? Are they just testing us just to, to see our reaction? Like, well, if we, what if we don't put in extraterrestrial as a likely hypothesis? How much kickback are we going to get? Or you know, how, how many people are going to put two and two together and go, well, if it's not ours and it's not theirs and it's not from around here, what's the only other option? Yeah, and note that they, not that they just didn't mention aliens and UFO uh, aliens and ETs. They went out of their way to not mention aliens and ETs, um, even though that was the expectation and that was the prediction by a lot of uh, UFO experts. Um, but I suspect that uh, their intent was never to go in that direction. I suspect that they're focusing completely on incursions by um, by other by foreign powers or that it is, in fact, 
uh, American. And it's the old, just because they say it's not ours doesn't mean it's not ours. Uh, I mean, there's been some subterfuge along those lines before. I mean, uh, you know, you only have to point to uh, things like the Manhattan Project, which was disavowed completely, uh, while at the same time they were splitting atoms underneath a, a football bleachers. So, um, you know, there's there's no question that these types of things uh, are, are, you know, can be kept secret and, you know, are authorized by Congress all the time, although the congressional members who authorize these things are not privy to the details of black projects whatsoever. So uh, the fact that they say it's not ours does not mean that it's not ours, and by ours I mean the United States. Yeah, something terrestrial made by our technology here on Earth that, although a secret to the general population, is no secret to the military uh, and the military contractors that are responsible for creating that technology. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so when, you know, when I say something alien, I don't mean some secret black project. I mean something outside that altogether. I don't know that it's E.T., but it's not from within the boundaries and constructs of our civilization. Speaking of civilizations, we have these civilizing announcements to present to you. Then Gene and Randall and Chris, you're in the Paracast. listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Frustrated trying to get business capital? Want to take the slow process and rejection out of the equation? GCNloans.com removes the slow, irritating approval process. Instead, get quick, simple funding. Powered by David Allen Capital, 80% of our pre-qualified clients are approved in days. Pre-qualify at GCNloans.com and get your money this week. It's that easy. GCNloans.com. That's GCNloans.com. Silver has always been nature's very own antibiotic, and only one system allows you to generate an endless supply of natural silver solutions. Silverlungs.com. You'll find no wild claims or pseudoscience, just a lifetime of nano-sized pure silver solutions. The Silver Lungs generator allows you to make your own, so stop paying for silver solutions. The unique lung delivery system targets respiratory infections where other silver solutions simply cannot reach. See the Silver Lungs generator and lung delivery system at Silverlungs.com. That's Silverlungs.com. 
Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength. Because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, stimulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. All right, crew, let's get her done. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Leslie Kane, and I'm with the Coalition for Freedom of Information, and you are listening to the Paracast. You know, one thing there someone could say cynically is this entire effort has nothing to do with UFOs, but is an effort to hide possible news about our own top secret work in some kind of flying machine. I would have to agree. I mean, uh, you know, the no question. I mean, even the, the, the claim some time ago that uh, the CIA in its report said that uh, U-2s were responsible for UFO reports. Well, you know, even though it would be, you'd be hard-pressed to find many cases that actually were explained as Uf- U-2s, there's no question that uh, some of the flights of the stealth bomber and U-2s and things like that were probably seen by people and disavowed completely by uh, the military to which they were reported. So, you know, that's that's possible. And people say that I'm uh, – it's actually kind of contradictory. People say that I'm so pro-ET because I my background in astronomy and I seem to be more nuts and bolts than, than cosmic consciousness and modalities like, like some uh, UFO experts are. But – you know, I, I deal a lot with facts and, and figures and, and details, uh, and my background is in astronomy. And so the question that I often get asked about is, is the possibility of life elsewhere and so forth. And there is no question that there probably is life out there in the universe somewhere. And there is no question that because our sun is an average star, that there are stars uh, a little bit older than ours. And not just a uh, hundred years or a thousand years, but tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of of years. Um, and if a civilization uh, rose up 
around one of those uh, other stars, uh, they would have quite a considerable leg up on us. And they might have figured out a way to bend the laws of physics, not break the laws of physics, but bend the laws of physics in such a way that they could travel between stars a lot easier than than we can conceive of. And right now we don't have any conceivable way, despite what Hal Pudov says, uh, that we just really have no way of traveling between the stars in any reasonable uh, uh, you know, length of time and fashion. I guess it depends on which star we're talking about, because it, let's consider Proxima, and we've got the breakthrough Starshot people, which you've probably heard of, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, so they are talking about sending these little laser-powered probes Mm-hmm. Off to Proxima, that could get there within you know one of our human lifespan. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. I mean, you know, yeah. that's people forget that not every star is millions of light years away. Oh uh, yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, but um, there's uh, there's I saw an interesting study recently about uh, the. the difficulty with light sails and I think people had run some simulations and they found that the typical light sail would be ripped apart um, within the first couple of years after launch so uh, it you know there's certainly problems with the technology I mean uh, there, there probably is some way of traveling between the stars but we as I say we simply don't know how to do it at this point although there's lots of theories of how to do it uh, Avi Loeb included um, Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, they had Project Orion back in, what was it, the 60s, right? Yeah. Except for that we are not allowed to explode any nuclear... Nuclear bomb. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know about that whole idea, but people, you know, have come up with ideas, and it's, I think it's just a matter of time. You know what I really think, Chris? I think that the aliens stumbled onto it, and they didn't, you know, because that's how a lot of inventions happen. They just all of a sudden, because you're working on something else, something happens, and it's like, oh, that wasn't supposed to happen, but it might make a good, interesting thing for something else, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that there, you know, there are ways, as I, as I mentioned, of of bending laws of physics to accommodate, uh, you know, some interesting uh, developments. So the aliens are are probably out there, and it's, you know, would they be interested in us? You know, because it's alien, we have no idea of how they would think or act. Which reminds me that I just finished reading um, Hail Mary uh, by Andy Weir, his latest book. The guy who wrote The Martian and the movie that uh, oh, okay. th- sure? that um, uh, Matt Damon was in. Yeah. Uh, his latest book is Hail Mary, about a fellow who ends up uh, on a starship at not Proxima Searcher. I think it's Tau City. Okay. And, and um, it's an encounter with aliens and uh, trying to... to communicate in some fashion with with aliens it's actually very well written it's very technical and he's as usual showing off uh showing off his knowledge and ability to do math and things like that but <laughs> uh yes he's much much smarter than most people and it's uh, it's quite uh, you know it's not an easy read in some fashion but it's the one that's out there right now and i think it's already slated for a movie um oh, but looking yeah, forward know, to that that sounds yeah. pretty cool um yeah it reminds me when you were talking about you know communication there the other movie uh, Arrival uh, not the not the Arrival um, that was made some years earlier but not the uh, Charlie Sheen Arrival. movie where the aliens seem right. to walk backwards right yeah not that one but the newer one uh, yeah the good one the good one yeah yeah 
Oh, actually, Charlie's movie's not that bad. It's okay. It's right, you know, but we had Lois Lane as a linguist. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That was an excellent movie, actually. And it, it, I mean, I'm not so sure that I buy into the whole time consciousness thing, but you know, it was interesting. <laughs> the thing yeah. that I always worry about here, if ET is going to go through the bother of coming here, he, she, or it, or whatever, would learn something about us. And one of the simplest things would be some kind of way to communicate with us. It's the same thing with a lot of other factors about how they behave. So we have these stories about crashes, ET crashes. Okay, you go to a strange planet. One of your scout ships crashes. You just let it happen? There's no contingency plan. What happens if it crashes? What do you do about the locals? How do you keep them from getting your technology? What do you do? What steps do you take? Do you come on and land and flash a neuralizer at them so they forget? Or they make up something totally different? All these questions you wonder about. What, what, What do they do? What preparations do they make? Yeah, to go and, to know, another planet and experience primitives. Yeah, and you know we're living in uh, the James Cameron or or Steven Spielberg uh, world where we assume that aliens are there, and that uh, it's interesting to speculate on what they look like, how they behave, um, and you know what why why would they have to uh, come down and contact us and. Uh, again, one of some one of the big questions journalists ask is why don't they just land on the White House lawn or or wherever? And says, you don't have to land. Um, all you have to do is park yourself somewhere where you can listen into our radio and and television signals and so forth, and listen into the paracast um, and uh, find out everything you need to know without coming down and landing. Um, and uh, you know, with the uh, uh, spectroscopes and and uh, all sort of distant uh, technology, you can scan the planet uh, for for details, and you don't have to land whatsoever. So, well, uh, I, I don't know, Chris. I mean, I hear that a lot, but I mean, there's then why bother sending anyone to get physical samples from any place? I mean, physical samples are really important in terms of doing analysis. You can't get an ice core or something from space. You can't analyze a creature's DNA molecules from space. You've got to go down and take samples and put them under a microscope. Uh, yeah, if that's your, your intent. Uh, I mean, we assume that the, the uh, aliens might want to do that, but suppose all they need to know is, are we here? What do we breathe? Is the planet uh, uh, radioactive enough or not enough? Uh, you know, and uh, uh, have we advanced to the point where we're not going to be a danger to the rest of the galaxy? I would say we're probably at that stage. So let's, you know, let's leave them alone and, and they'll just blow themselves up and we can come back later. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's the next thing after COVID, right? It's the whole nuclear proliferation thing is still out there and people tend to forget about it. It, it kind of went away after the Cold War and... Uh, it, but they're still out there, and once in a while they have accidents, and you don't hear about them that often. But there was one not too long ago in, over in Russia where the, one of their facilities exploded, and a bunch of radiation gone out, and it, it was, it, it's, 
apparently now, too, nuclear weapons are illegal. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you guys know that, but... <laughs> like, uh, did you guys know that? The United Nations... Yeah, the, the, the United Nations... Um, on January 22nd, 2021, the Treaty on the Prohibition of Nuclear Weapons went into effect. I mean, there's, there's organizations out there like ICANN. We've got more to come with Gene Randall and Chris. You're in The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Hey, listeners. I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. Attention Americans with an IRA or 401k. This is a message from the desk of Chuck Norris. It reads, fellow Americans, today we are facing uncertain times, higher taxes, higher inflation, higher government spending, and higher debt. As a result, millions of Americans could see their life savings disappear. Now, I worked hard for my money, and I've worked even harder to keep it. And there's a small secret I learned along the way to keep Uncle Sam's hands out of my pocket. Let me show you right now. Pick up your phone and call 866-967-2808 and speak to a professional at Gold Co. to get a free copy of my 2021 special report. That's 866-967-2808. Call now and you'll learn the simple steps I took to protect myself. Now is not the time to sit back. It's time to fight back. Call 866-967-2808 and ask for my 2021 special report. If you don't fight for your money, who will? Call 866-967-2808 now. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now... Here's Gene Steinberg. Hey, guys, let's continue with this fascinating discussion. Right. Yeah. Uh, like I was saying before the break there that uh, this new agreement, this treaty, it supposedly fills a significant gap in the international law by prohibiting nations from developing, testing, producing, manufacturing, transferring, possessing, stockpiling, using or threatening to use nuclear weapons or allowing nuclear weapons to be stationed on their territory. Now, the only problem is everyone with nuclear weapons said, well, we're not signing that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know. That? 
<laughs> There's just that well, one little that, hitch in the whole problem. Yeah, it's, and my money is actually on the giant comet that's hitting our way. Uh, uh, I don't know if you ever saw the news on that one. So, we'll oh, just send Bruce right. Willis up. <laughs> yeah. what's, what's a couple of those nukes? You know how that works. Yeah, yeah. So this report was, uh, I think we're talking about the report anyways. Right, um, back to the UFO uh, report, okay. Yeah, um, interestingly enough, and you're talking about detection, um, you know, most of the, some, or some of the report talked about the, you know, the, the ability to detect or, uh, you know, is there such a, a way of, of keeping track of UFOs? And they, uh, the report did talk about the fact that there was no real system in place for pilots uh, to report UFOs, um, which was quite interesting. Um, and the the other thing about the report is that it looked at a very, very small subset of things. Um, it admitted that even though uh, it went back uh, about 16 years or so, it, most of the reports came from the past year or two, as in an, and a matter of fact, even a large proportion just came up within the past six months or so after it became known that they were interested in, in getting the cases. And it also came specifically from the majority, as we understand, from pilots, uh, you know, operating in various uh, theaters of operation and uh, from various bases. So it came from a very small subset of individuals seeing UFOs. I, as I read it, uh, there were no civilian reports. And as we know, you know, there's thousands and thousands of civilian reports all the time, every year. So there, it's very interesting that it was a very specific part of, uh, you know, a parcel of, of cases that it was looking at. Right, yeah, like 120-something reports? Give me a break, okay? <laughs> you know, like, well, I, well, I've yet, got a yet. library full of, like, thousands down there. And, uh, and yet, if you look at that, because it was just over a very short period of time, uh, I did some math, and it turned out that that would mean that every week a military pilot, uh, an American military pilot, uh, was seeing an unidentified aerial phenomenon. Every oh, week, yeah. at least. Well, one. this is what they're saying. I mean, yeah. we've, Zondo out there has said it, there was several a week, and depends on where you go. I mean, it, and a lot of them never actually got officially reported. Yeah, these are just the ones that are in the UIP uh, report, um, and also people are the number itself is a little bit odd because there are 144 cases in the report, but. Yeah, when the report went on to talk about uh, 18 cases uh, of objects that you know that were seen to have unusual propulsion or flight characteristics, those 18 were reported in 21 reports. So that meant there was some duplication. So it wasn't even 144 separate uh, UAPs. There were you know something like as you mentioned 120 or maybe even less than that. And and then the very very misleading stat was that um, it was only able to explain one case, and that was a partly deflated balloon. And a lot of media had jumped on that, saying that uh, uh, the, uh, the task force was unable to explain uh, all except one case. And that is not what the task force report says. 
It actually says, with the exception of the one instance where we determined with high confidence that the reported UAP was airborne clutter, specifically a deflating balloon, we currently lack sufficient information in our data set to attribute incidents to specific explanations. That does not say <laughs> that they couldn't explain it. That says we didn't have enough information. And as someone who's been looking at the thousands of cases in Canada for years and years and years now, we don't have two categories of UFOs. We don't have explained and unexplained. We have four categories. We have explained, possibly explained. We have insufficient information. And then we have unexplained. And it's those two middle categories that are missing. I was actually, you know, parsing some of the, the stats that were in the report, and it turns out that they, the, the percentages are almost identical to the Canadian UFO survey. You have a very small percentage, in this case, you know, less than 1%, that were explained. And in, um, in the Canadian UFO survey, the number of absolutely explained cases is pretty low. Uh, you have the unexplained. And if we go with the 18, that works out to about 12%, which is about what uh, the unexplained rate has often been every year for the Canadian UFO report. And then in the middle, you have this, you know, something like 80% or so, uh, 85%, 87% that we don't have enough information or it's possible that it was, uh, you know, uh, it has an explanation, but we weren't able to say for with definity, de with definiteness, I suppose, that that's what that was. So that's very different than saying that it couldn't explain 143 cases. And I think so most media have simply run with the wrong stats without really taking a good look at the uh, at the report itself. Interesting analysis. That that reminds me of how well basically how Project Blue Book divided up their sightings into known probable and possible. Exactly. And, and this goes back to how we started talking about this, that there is no historical concept. And if they had simply looked or tried to compare what they had uh, from this batch of cases with what Blue Book had in terms of its division and classification, um, that you know would have made some sense. But because they're acting as if Blue Book never existed, uh, that's why there's some confusion. Uh, yeah. It not just amongst the people who are doing the research, I think, but the public in general who, like Gene has mentioned a number of times, a lot of people these days just simply aren't aware of the history of ufology and how much research was done in the past by people who were highly qualified at the time. Yeah. And, and speaking of that, uh, one thing that was very, very encouraging in the report is towards the end, um, it talks about how they uh, i mean they're they're asking for money of course that that we i, I predicted that that was that's not a not an easy one to to, to go around um, but they're looking to the scientific community because the scientific they 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 looked how was the phrase they looked to the scientific community and i'm just going to flip through the report to the end so i can read it to you um dum -da -dum -da -dum -da -dum. uh uh, now, why can't I find it here? Uh, let me look for further study. 
and uh, pilots, uh, reporting areas. Sorry, sorry about this. I'm just going to I'm looking for this. Oh, wait a minute. Here we are. Um, uh, scientific advances. No, why can't I find this now? That's Darn. what always happens when you need to find something when you're on the air. When it we're just, on the it air, just, yeah, it's just it's just the way things go, Chris. It's yeah, you know. But but they talked specifically about uh, how the scientific community um, is going to help them uh, to better understand what it is that uh, this phenomenon is all about. Um, We've heard and, that before, right? Yeah, and. Um, uh, I think it's important because what this does is that uh, it is actually thanking uh, the uh, you know the scientific community and other agencies uh, to you know to, for help in trying to understand uh, the UFO phenomenon or the UAP phenomenon. We've and- got more phenomenon to explore with Chris, Gene, and Randall. It means you're in the Paracast. Hey, listeners, I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about After the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. Attention Americans with an IRA or 401k. This is a message from the desk of Chuck Norris. It reads, fellow Americans, today we are facing uncertain times, higher taxes, higher inflation, higher government spending, and higher debt. As a result, millions of Americans could see their life savings disappear. Now, I worked hard for my money, and I've worked even harder to keep it. And there's a small secret I learned along the way to keep Uncle Sam's hands out of my pocket. Let me show you right now. Pick up your phone and call 866-967-2808 and speak to a professional at Gold Co. to get a free copy of my 2021 special report. That's 866-967-2808. Call now and you'll learn the simple steps I took to protect myself. Now is not the time to sit back. It's time to fight back. Call 866-967-2808 and ask for my 2021 special report. If you don't fight for your money, who will? Call 866-967-2808 now. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD Family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech Carbine Upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. 
Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800 475 0092. 800 475 0092. 800 475 0092. That's 800 475 0092. We've all seen and perhaps use the alcohol based hand sanitizers. Have you noticed how it dries your skin? And as soon as the alcohol evaporates, it's no longer effective. GCNteam.com has alcohol-free antibacterial soap and foam meeting or exceeding all requirements set forth by the United States Food and Drug Administration. Come to GCNteam.com, keyword antibacterial, or call 877-878-4203. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. You see, every one of these segues, Randall gets deeper and deeper into this other world. The more I think about it, every time I think about this task force report, I see one word, mollify. Yes. The other thing about this is that if you take it out of the context of the fact that the study uh, of the UFOs, you know, Harry Reid got this going, he got some funding, and then his friend uh, Bigelow, uh, who had contributed very significantly to Harry Reid's uh, election campaign, got the, the majority of the $22 million. And there's some politics involved in here, and the report can't be read without, you know, understanding the the, the politics and uh, without having that. It's like uh, you're looking at it without uh, in 2D rather than 3D, and I think that's really important to, to look at exactly how the how this developed as well. Elaborate. Well, I mean, uh, it didn't come out of uh, out of nowhere. The report, uh, you know, certainly Lou Elizondo's leaving uh, his job was part of this. There's no question that Tom DeLong was part of this. But the politics involved Marco Rubio, uh, Harry Reid, uh, a few others that were uh, were involved. Um, the fact that, you know, there have always been some interested studies uh, by various military uh, agencies and departments uh, into UFOs and you know they're certainly they're supporting investigations into nuclear aircraft uh, like Stan Friedman was uh, right. was working on way back when um, 
advanced technology, uh, perpetual motion machines, uh, for gosh sakes, uh, you know, all that sort of stuff. Because uh, they were always looking for possibilities. They were testing it. Uh, it doesn't mean that they believed it and they thought it was reliable. Uh, they simply were investigating the possibility because they were looking for any kind of advantage that they would have uh, against its uh, its enemies or the foreign powers. Um, we should probably also not forget to mention Leslie Kane mm-hmm. and her work on this to get the story published in the New York Times. That was a really important turning point, I think, I think in getting people to look at it more seriously. Mm-hmm. And, and shopping it around with uh, Ralph Blumenthal certainly was a big part of that. I mean, you know, he was uh, he was instrumental in that. Uh, oh, and I found the little the, the the passage I was looking for. It's actually in the sidebar, um, and it comes from this. Uh, it says narratives from aviators in the operational community and analysts from the military and IC describe disparagement associated with the observing UAP reporting it or attempting to discuss it with colleagues. And this is the important part. Although the effects of these stigmas have lessened as senior members of the scientific policy, military and intelligence communities engage in the topic seriously in public, reputational risk may keep many observers silent complicating scientific pursuit of the topic. And this is quite interesting. The effects of stigma associated with reporting or seeing a UFO is lessened as the scientific community engaged in the topic uh, in, in the public. Now, who engages? Who in the scientific community engages <laughs> with the topic of UFOs in the public in a serious manner? Oh, Neil deGrasse Tyson does. No, we all not. we all know about that. But, he's a serious but, scientist. You know that. Yeah, but he's not lessening the stigma. In fact, if anything, <laughs> he's he's increasing the stigma according yeah. to some people. Oh, definitely. So who so who were they talking about? Good question. Who, you know, um, and I usually point to the fact that every year there are quite a number of masters and doctoral theses published on the subject of UFOs. Um, they're easy to look up. I, I have a batch of them on my bookshelf that I've managed to print off uh, and get, and some of them are actually published as books. Uh, Matt Hayes's excellent uh, book on uh, uh, the Canadian government view on UFOs is actually scheduled to be published as a book next year for example, and that's his doctoral thesis on UFOs. Um, So there are scientists who are taking the subject seriously, and um, there are peer-reviewed journals that publish articles about UFOs all the time that most people aren't aware of. And the fact that the report says, yeah, you know, there actually are some some scientific publications uh, talking about UFOs from a serious standpoint, not dismissing them, uh, that actually we hope will uh, turn the tide and lessen the effect of people uh, poo-pooing the whole UFO subject. Um, and for me, that's very encouraging. Um, and it does open the way for the scientific community to, you know, hold conferences 
on UFOs. Um, it, it's happened in the past. Uh, maybe we're going to see more coming up. Maybe it's you know it's not going to be looked upon as negatively. I actually um, was um, was recognized by my university uh, with uh, an outreach award uh, presented by the president of the university for uh, educating the public about UFOs and and uh, space science. So the, it's happening, and it's very, very quiet for the most part, but it actually is happening. And uh, uh, the this is the scientific community, not the stuff that you see necessarily on sensational TV shows, um, necessarily on Fox, <laughs> things right. like that. What do you think? What do you think of the guys over at the SEU? Now, this is what worries me when we start talking about science, because. The skeptics are immediately going to say, well, if you want to do science, you need valid scientific evidence. And by valid scientific evidence, there's some criteria there. And unless you have that criteria, saying that you're doing science is misinformation and counts as pseudoscience. So it seems like given that we don't have any material evidence, we're really kind of setting ourselves up there a bit. I mean, what do you think, Chris? Uh, you know what? I agree. There's so much clickbait out there. Uh, when you're on Facebook and you see scientists, scientists don't understand or can't explain UFO sighting and all this sort of stuff, and you look and it's not really a scientist or uh, it's somebody who uh, uh, is just, you know, arm waving the arms a little too fast and speculating or, or something like that or taken out of context. Um, as far as the SCU goes, um, I'm a member of the SCU. Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, 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 and I have and to say there are some, there, the, the SCU it does have a lot of scientists trained in scientific methodology. Um, you know, uh, among its members. And um, Oh, yeah, we had uh, Paul Kingsbury on, too. Very interesting guy well, us, talking about the social side. Us Canadians, boy, oh, boy. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, Paul Kingsbury is certainly one. I mentioned Matt Hayes already. Um, uh, there's a few others who are doing some interesting things uh, from the scientific community. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, the, the fact that we have scientists willing to talk about it um, uh, is very good. And the SCU seems to be top-loaded with, with people uh, who do have the scientific chops. We are top-loaded with these announcements. And then we'll be back with Gene Randall and Chris. You're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attention Americans with an IRA or 401k. This is a message from the desk of Chuck Norris. It reads, fellow Americans, today we are facing uncertain times, higher taxes, higher inflation, higher government spending, and higher debt. As a result, millions of Americans could see their life savings disappear. Now, I worked hard for my money, and I've worked even harder to keep it. And there's a small secret I learned along the way to keep Uncle Sam's hands out of my pocket. Let me show you right now. Pick up your phone and call 866-967-2808 and speak to a professional at Gold Co. to get a free copy of my 2021 special report. That's 866-967-2808. Call now and you'll learn the simple steps I took to protect myself. Now is not the time to sit back. It's time to fight back. 
Call 866-967-2808 and ask for my 2021 special report. If you don't fight for your money, who will? Call 866-967-2808 now. USA Radio News with Dan Naraki. Texas Governor Greg Abbott reiterated his desire to build a wall along his state's border with Mexico this week, where construction on a federally built wall has been halted. He made the comments while giving former President Donald Trump a tour of border areas affected by the surge in illegal crossings. Former acting ICE director Tom Holman tells Fox News that a border wall makes sense in preventing a migrant surge, and the numbers back that up. If anybody would look at the data and see the CBP website, every place they build a wall, a barrier, illegal immigration has dropped, and illegal drug flow has dropped. It makes sense. The data is clear. It is, it, is, it is successful. It's a great tool. For those that argue, well, some people can actually get over the wall. The wall is, is a, it's a wall system. It's meant to slow people down. So even if somebody was able to get over it, it slows them down. It's a smart wall. We will know when someone's climbing that wall. Border Patrol has time to respond and make an arrest. This is USA Radio News. One of the pioneers in mRNA vaccines says a major social media site deleted his account over posts about COVID vaccines. Brad Bernard's reports. Dr. Robert Malone, who identifies himself as a pioneer of mRNA vaccines, said that LinkedIn recently deleted his account after he made comments about mRNA COVID-19 vaccines and questioned whether they're appropriate to give to certain groups of people. In a subsequent tweet, Malone produced an email from a LinkedIn representative who said that his account violated the firm's user agreement because he posted misleading or inaccurate information about vaccines and COVID-19. LinkedIn has provided a list of my thought crimes, an amazing document Malone wrote. From the USA Radio News, West Texas Bureau, I'm Brad Bernards. And a Los Angeles man is facing federal explosive charges after being arrested with 32,000 pounds of illegal fireworks. An LAPD bomb squad truck exploded while members of the bomb squad were trying to disable some of the more dangerous fireworks. This is USA Radio News. We've entered a time where sky truly is the limit and opportunity awaits. The Internet has become a platform of everyone's worldwide communications. Billionaires building businesses on platforms that didn't even exist a generation ago. But in the sea of noise, how can the voice of your business be heard? The secret is over 100 years old. Radio. 228% more effective than TV. That's 228% more effective than television. Brick and mortar and cyber businesses alike have found radio to be the most effective for building a brand and delivering customers. Learn the secrets of radio advertising by calling 877-996-4327 or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. Hi, this is James Fox. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Yes, the Paracast. <laughs> it is us. Chris Rutkowski joining us this week. That's us. A reality check on the Pentagon UAP task force and so, so, so much more. Let us continue. Yeah, and so I think the scientific community uh, is well represented, but the danger is that scientists can be wrong, and scientists do have their own biases. 
There's no question of that. And uh, the baggage that comes with, with science is, uh, is really quite remarkable. I remember having a, a fascinating but frustrating conversation with an astronomer. This person you know, has her, has her PhD in astronomy, um, knows her stuff in, in astronomy backwards and forwards. And we got onto the discussion of the Drake equation because we're talking aliens, as we have here already. And as most listeners know, the Drake equation, uh, you plug in some values for the rate of star formation and whether how many civilizations occur and all that sort of stuff. And it pops out with a, an estimate of the number of civilizations in the galaxy. And this person who was actually teaching astronomy at the university level, at post-secondary level, uh, we talked about the fact that the Drake equation calculates this estimate. And I had pointed out that because it's an estimate, depending on the values that you put in, uh, you can come up with values of you know, tens of thousands of intelligent civilizations in our galaxy, or depending on which values you put in, you can actually put in uh, values that suggest that there are no truly intelligent civilizations in our galaxy. And I tend to side with that side. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, Paul, hang on. <laughs> I know that there's people who look at this, you know, kind of... Uh, cynically uh, and think that, you know, we humans shouldn't count as intelligent, but I think we are pretty smart. I, th I think that what we've achieved as a species is really amazing and that we live in an amazing age where we can see right down, we can see inside atoms now. That's what makes up our reality. We've gotten that far. It's incredible, actually. And if there's one planet that does it, that it can happen on that tends to suggest in my mind that it should be able to happen elsewhere pretty much just as easily yes yeah uh, I, I think you, you don't watch as much fox or voa as i do so there's uh, there's debate as to you know how intelligent we are but yeah we've done some <laughs> things but at the same time this astronomer i was talking to said no 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 if you plug in the values right you come up with ten thousand and I said, yes, but it, a lot of the individual factors are themselves estimates, and we're all constantly refining them. So it's not a, you know, an absolute number. And she got very mad at me and said, no, it's 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, these are variables. You're absolutely right. And I, I would think that in the scientific world, and this is what they claim all the time, is that when there are new discoveries and we get new information, then we upgrade our opinions about what's going on or our beliefs or whatever you want to call it, what we believe we know to be the case at the time. That's what science claims. And I don't think it's quite as flexible as that in some cases. And maybe you're just identifying a particular case where a person isn't quite that flexible. Oh, I've met some very inflexible scientists. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Uh, but yeah, and yet, you know, I've had some um, some amazing instructors over the years and people I admired and, and uh, worked with them uh, in, in great detail. I mean, one of my, I remember my first year astronomy uh, prof actually showed up to lecture fully dressed in costume as 
One day it was Galileo, one day it was Newton, I know, Ptolemy, and would actually teach the lecture, teach first-year astronomy as that figure. Uh, oh, that would be could. awesome! It was amazing. <laughs> it was totally, absolutely totally awesome. amazing. It really opened my eyes, and uh, this, and we kept great friendship uh, after that. And uh, he was easily one of the best profs I've had. Uh, another prof, I, I did a uh, a major in psychology, and I actually did a uh, a psychology experiment on the subject of UFOs. By the way, with uh, my psychology prof, uh, it was very interesting uh, to to work with him. On on that and again we, we kept in touch because there's some brilliant people out there who are open-minded and this goes back to the concept of the invisible college that there really are scientists you know uh, who do meet regularly or semi-regularly to talk about subjects such as UFOs some are brave enough to uh, to publish in peer-reviewed publications I happen to have had I don't know maybe six or eight uh, articles published in scientific publications, some with the co-author, because uh, that's the only way to get published in scientific publications sometimes from somebody who's who's in that particular field. So there are articles like that that are creeping out. So the fact that this task force report recognized that there is scientific research being done on the subject of UFOs that is trying to overcome these obstacles and change the tide of, of people considering uh, UFOs to be poppycock is uh, is very, very positive. And, you know, out of all the interviews that I've done over the years with media, I would say maybe 95% took me seriously. There's no question that I, I had some of the classic, you know, uh, end of the newscast, joke around, let's talk little green men. But for the most part, I've had journalists who've taken my subject very, very seriously because I take it seriously, although I give lip surface to the fact that it is the type of thing that lends itself to ridicule. Um, the uh, Alan Hynek published a classic article in a peer-reviewed journal called uh, Laugh, Laugh, Study, Study on the subject of uh, the ridicule curtain, uh, as he called it, uh, on UFOs, because he was engaging with the scientific community constantly about UFOs and kept his reputation relatively intact. I mean, this was somebody who, who worked at uh, observatories on research. he was getting research funding grant funding uh, his textbook on astronomy was actually still being used uh, when i started taking astronomy oh yeah he was uh, a genuine astronomer like he, he was chairman at dearborn he was like studying stellar atmospheres you got to know what you're doing to do that absolutely and we actually talked astronomy when we met sometimes it was quite interesting there is that going on and then you have people who there are scientists who just can't seem to rise above that, that uh, they'll, they'll just make fun of the whole thing. And, uh, um, and then there's the real, the noise of people who don't have, who don't apply scientific methodology, but are seem to be the ones that are always on, uh, always being interviewed by journalists on TV. And, um, and, uh, you know, they, they tend to uh, prolong and uh, uh, propound right. the, the impression right. that UFOs are, are resigned to the, uh, uh, to the silly bin. Um, and it's just a matter, I mean, the fact that even, even this week, um, well, I guess there have been two editorials 
um, in the Globe and Mail. For so, for those uh, those uh, uh, people who are listening who don't know uh, the Globe and Mail, it's Canada's national newsletter. It's the equivalent of, well, let's say the Washington Post. And um, uh, there have been two editorials in the Globe and Mail over the past two weeks. One was very very negative, and one was straight and factual. Um, so though. Uh, I mean, these these the mainstream media, and I would have to consider the Globe and Mail to be mainstream, um, is is taking the the subject seriously. But the, you know, there's people who have their opinions, and uh, it's it's a matter of engaging in viable and honest discourse. Uh, that is the only way that's going to you know get us anywhere. And the the fact that we have this task force report is um, allowing us to you know, to reach the public and to, you know, reach media in a way that we haven't before. Hey, we're going to reach the media with these announcements and then back with more with Gene Randall and Chris. You're in The Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream, a dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Attention Americans with an IRA or 401k, this is a message from the desk of Chuck Norris. It reads, fellow Americans, today we are facing uncertain times, higher taxes, higher inflation, higher government spending, and higher debt. As a result, millions of Americans could see their life savings disappear. Now, I worked hard for my money, and I've worked even harder to keep it. And there's a small secret I learned along the way to keep Uncle Sam's hands out of my pocket. Let me show you right now. Pick up your phone and call 866-967-2808 and speak to a professional at Gold Co. to get a free copy of my 2021 special report. That's 866-967-2808. Call now and you'll learn the simple steps I took to protect myself. Now is not the time to sit back. It's time to fight back. Call 866-967-2808 and ask for my 2021 special report. If you don't fight for your money, who will? Call 866-967-2808 now.
The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance or medical care, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-880-1896. 800-880-1896. That's 800-880-1896. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. The IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how did it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. (laughs) I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes... Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. more of the same just i mean but, but I, I to see the actual details of the report of these individual reports is something that i'm really looking forward to because we really can't analyze the, these numbers without having access to the actual reports i mean it's like uh, the condon report if you only read the summary the executive summary and the conclusions uh, by edward condon um, you came to the conclusion that ufos were nothing to worry about whatsoever but when you actually read the entire thousand page report there's some fascinating cases in there including many that just simply did not have good explanations oh definitely Um, and 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 this you make a really good point here though chris too about this like i like i have to jump here in on this to some degree i mean we've we've covered a whole bunch of ground but but just the idea that all we're getting is another report 
Okay, we don't want the report. We want to see those videos that we know they've got that are completely clear and not blurry. Okay, that people like Gary Voorhees, who's been on the show, says he saw and that they could make out that this was definitely an object off in the distance. Okay, we want the evidence. We don't want another piece of paper, you know? Yeah. I, I agree, and you know, and the videos that are being released. I mean, there was even some, uh, even a, a new one that was released on the TMZ show, or a couple that were released on the TMZ show that people are gawking over, and those were shown to have explanations years ago. Yeah, uh, and that is the type of thing that isn't helping the cause. In fact, um, if you were to think about a, a conspiracy, um, you know, the shooting uh, ufologists shooting themselves in the foot with this type of approach is easily the best way to <laughs> c- yeah. confound the public and and make everything look like it's less than it is. Yeah, and just give know, the just give us enough rope and we'll hang ourselves. It seems absolutely. like you know. Yeah, it's. But I am hoping that this and you know, as I mentioned earlier, this is this report is just the beginning, um, because we do know there's an update coming in 90 days. People are going to be, you know, obtaining more and more documents. And yeah, you know, the the documents are in fact interesting, and it's a matter of filing more uh, more FOIAs and finding more information. Uh, I don't know how many documents uh, Greenwald has now, uh, but I mean it's it's tens and th- hundreds of thousands. And uh, I don't on. even think he knows. I don't think he knows either. <laughs> but you know there is quite a, an interesting thing here. That what about the the general public? Because there's nothing in this task force uh, that talked about receiving reports from the general public. And we've had this discussion. I was engaged in a discussion with this with uh, with some individuals today. Um, if the person on the street in San Antonio saw uh, a UFO tonight, who do they report it to? Where does that information go? Let's say it was a really good, like a close-up, detailed report. Um, you know, the person wasn't a pilot or a Navy pilot, but someone who has pretty decent chops and, and uh, some ability to discern things. Maybe there were two people uh, who were seeing it together. Where does that report go, and how do we see that report? It seems like, and there's been some discussion, that it looks like that um, uh, the general population uh, you know, doesn't have a place to uh, send official reports now uh, because the, the task force is looking at military reports for the most part. It says it's going to start looking at things from the FAA and, and other organizations, but it doesn't look like there's a, a way for the average person to, to report UFOs, and it looks like that responsibility is going to fall on civilian UFO organizations, and even those are few and far between these days. Well, you've got uh, guys like New Fork down there. He went with Davenport. He, and- yeah, Peter and, and yourself and, 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 and myself and, and MUFON. I mean, just you just raised the MUFON word. Oh, I have. Yeah. You yeah. raised the dreaded MUFON word. And I was thinking here, Chris, we haven't heard much from MUFON with all this stuff going on. I haven't seen a single story. I might be wrong. You know, somebody will send me a letter. Look, Mufam was quoted in this newspaper, but I haven't seen a single report mentioning that Mufon exists. Mufon doesn't exist. It's out of the picture. And that also surprises me where the report implies that in the last year or two, they've got an organized way of reporting UAPs. But that means for 72 years, all the stuff that's gone on, Project Grudge, Sign, Blue Book, 
the Condon report, all the stuff that's happened, they didn't have a properly organized way of reporting this. That's what's implied. Yeah, I agree. And and that doesn't make any sense at all. No, uh, it doesn't. Uh, you okay. wonder that this was written by people who were brought into it yesterday. Maybe they were just exactly. interns, you know. Instead of chasing the interns around the desks, they said, you know what, we got a job for you. You're getting a dollar an hour, whatever. Got the short straw. Yeah, yeah. You're in the wrong place at the wrong time. Guess what you're going to be doing yeah, today? Take care of this one. And, and uh, you know, and uh, I'm I, I actually going to be getting back to MUFON in a second. But the uh, the part about the fact there isn't any official reporting system in the military. To me, that's also an interesting red flag. Oh, uh, but there is. We we know that there is. We've seen the forms. Exactly. Exactly. We we have um, in Canada. You know, I I get the the reports and the the there actually is a form that goes directly to NORAD uh, that's marked UFO report. Yeah. So and that's NORAD. That's that's both Canada and the United States. So these absolutely. These, these reports actually do exist. Um, so the fact that they said they don't have a standardized proper system, depending on the wording, like it could be semantics, like maybe they're looking for something very specific, but uh, there's no question that they, the, they would definitely have some sort of reporting system in place. Um, and the fact that they say they, they don't have one could mean that this lack of cooperation between the agencies, remember I started by saying we haven't heard from the Air Force really about this, maybe it's something that's specifically Navy versus Air Force or I don't know, maybe the Marines are in charge now. I, I don't know. Well, you know, I'm looking so, here at MUFON. Headline, and it's not the first thing. If you go to the MUFON site, you see, welcome to MUFON. You see the 2021 International MUFON Symposium. Mm-hmm. You see all that stuff, and then you go down just below the fold. MUFON chief underwhelmed by a DOD UAP report. And my response after looking at five paragraphs of this drivel, you think? <laughs> yeah, like what else? You, you know, we kind of knew this, right? Yeah. Or, or did we? I don't know. You were saying that there are some people that are, are saying, like, let's not be too quick to judge. I, I know Stephen Bassett, we got one of his uh, alerts in our uh, in basket, and he's saying, well, this is only the preliminary phase. There could be a lot more coming that we don't don't know about. And of course, you know, he's been saying disclosure is coming for years, and then it never does. But you know, he's he's a believer and a guy with the cause, and so you know, he's right down there trying to figure it out with the rest of us. But you see, I don't want to be sarcastic about Stephen Bassett. I like him; he's a good guest. But I think he's really a tape loop. Well, that's what they've done to us, isn't it, though? I mean, let's let's just back up a little bit to the ridicule factor you were talking about earlier, Chris, where our listeners, most of our listeners know, but we do get some new listeners, and it, not all of them know about the history, like we were saying. You have to go back to the Robertson panel, where they made it an official policy to ridicule people. And they even talked about bringing in the media and Disney Corporation, and their strategy was to bait people with an interesting story, let them get all excited about it, and then deflate it with a mundane explanation. Okay? And isn't that exactly what they've been doing? 
Well, yeah, and I mean, one could be even more cynical than that and say, uh, what a perfect way to confuse the uh, the whole UAP UFO issue than to have a former person who, or a person who used to formerly be uh, working for a, an intelligence organization, start to become its new spokesperson on every television show that uh, that will have mm-hmm. him. Um, you know that's how counterintelligence operates. And and I and I excuse me, I want to go back to MUFON for a second. Before yes, you do that, are you no implying that. that the alleged head or non-head of the study, the twenty-two million dollar study, may be a plant? He's going on there to divert all our attention, <laughs> and that's what he's there for. But when Luis Elizondo comes on the Paracast, I will ask him if he does. we got more to come. More to come with Gene, Chris, and Randall. You're in. You call this the Paracast. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Hi, Peter Vaccaro for ParanormalDate.com. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Now you have a chance to change that by signing up for free at ParanormalDate.com. This incredible dating site puts people of like minds together. People who are interested in the strange, the unusual, mysteries, ghosts, UFOs, and the afterlife, and so much more. ParanormalDate.com was developed for you. People seeking a viable alternative to the other dating services. You can join for free by going to ParanormalDate.com. And if you decide you like it and want to connect with people, use the code GEORGE for a substantial discount. Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com, says so many people hunger to share their experiences about the paranormal, the unexplainable, or the afterlife, and so much more. And this is the source for them to meet and share that common interest. So sign up for free at ParanormalDate.com. ParanormalDate.com. And use the code GEORGE if you decide to connect with someone you like. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. You call this the Paracast? Let's have a Jewish accent. No. Seriously speaking, Chris Rutkowski joins us, and he's going to change the subject back to the dreaded word, the dreaded label, MUFON. It's not dreaded. 
That's the yeah. Dread Pirate Roberts. That's Dread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the M word. I, I bring it up because, first of all, I know some MUFONites, field investigators, who are actually really, really on the ball. I had the opportunity to uh, to get to know Terry Groff uh, some time ago uh, down in Texas. Uh, really nice guy. He really knows his stuff and doesn't. Uh, he calls a spade a spade. Jason Carnahan up in Canada, great guy. Is very you know he's a definitely a, a good field investigator and uh, he is able to explain many many cases because he's doggedly pursuing it. He doesn't accept things at face value. Uh, he tries to uh, to get into the the nitty gritty of cases. Uh, good stuff. So there's a lot of people out there like that. Um, and while you know I, I do know the history of MUFON and its limitations and and you know, some of the issues surrounding it, I think for the general public looking for a place to report UFOs. Um, the field is pretty limited. I mean, they can certainly go to Peter Davenport's site, but not many people know about Peter Davenport's uh, site. But people have heard of MUFON, and even the uh, with the limitations of the uh, the CMS, uh, its database, uh, and the reporting system, at least if people will report them to MUFON, will hear about them rather than having them disappear into a black hole for the most part there's no no question cases are going to be led astray they may not get investigated as thoroughly uh, you know as some would hope they may be investigated by people who believe that reptilians exist under your under your chair um, uh, wait a minute wait 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 let me look under my chair i have this okay, black look, leather know. ergonomic chair uh-huh, yeah. and it does strange things and I have to there's, look. There's strange Reptilian, there. Wait a minute, reptilians. Hmm. And they and sometimes they disguise themselves as dust bunnies, so you have to be careful. <laughs> but whoa, 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 dust bunnies? Dust bunnies. You must have lots of those around. Come on, with uh, in, with the lack of cleaning that people are doing during COVID right now, I, I have to wade through dust in my my office just to get to the computer. So come on. I'm sorry, you don't live in this household. <laughs> you do not live in this household because if you did, you'd walk in and be wiped clean. <laughs> or licked clean by the dog, at least. No, he's not a super big licker. Oh, okay. You know, he, he doesn't lick a lot. Doesn't yeah. snap that much either, but you know. Oh, yeah. by the way, I wanted to mention before we forget that listeners in Susanville, Westwood, and Greenville, California can now hear the Paracast on KLZN Radio, 1490 AM. There's still radio out there, and every so often our network GCN tells us yet another station has picked us up. Welcome that aboard. is absolutely awesome. Hi out there, everybody. If there's anyone listening, hey. Hello. Hello, California. Are you baking? As we're certainly baking up here in Canada. What are you baking, bagels? Oh, boy. It's a hot one. It's been hot up here. It's, oh, it's man. so hot I saw a fire hydrant chasing a dog. It was really bad. <laughs> it was really bad. Hey, we've got a question in the question bank. Oh. And for any of our new listeners, by the way, that means that you can go to our community forums and you can log in. And when we have a place called the question bank where you can post questions for our guests 
for that week. And this one is from Sentry. Now, he's a well-known participant in the forums and has been a guest on our show. The one, the only, Kurt Collins. That's correct, of Blue Blurry Lines. And he asks, uh, the UAPTF is... Chris? Yep. Oh, okay. It sounded like you were asking if you were still there or something. I couldn't hear you. You dropped out there for a second. Oh, yeah. You've been dropping out a little bit, too. But I think Gene can clean that up as long as we're both coming through on his end. Okay. So I'll just start the question now. Sentry asks, the UAP task force is focused on military aviation cases, almost exclusively on U.S. Navy incidents, and that leaves us on our own for civilian sightings over the rest of the planet. What can we do as interested individuals to support further research and see what UFO data is shared with the public? And you were just talking about some of that. Absolutely, and I, I think this uh, this goes exactly with what uh, we were talking about. That you know, if the average person wants to get involved, um, I, I know that uh, some uh, people are suggesting write your congressman, write your senator, tell them that you, you want them to pursue the uh, uh, the UFO question. Um, interestingly enough, I uh, was contacted by uh, Canadian government officials over the past uh, month or two uh, and actually had meetings with some of them uh, to talk about their personal interest in UFOs and uh, brief them on what I thought was going on. Uh, that's in Canada. Now, uh, I mean, there's no question that if you, you know, want to contact your, uh, your you know, the American counterparts or wherever else you are around the world, uh, your own politicians, uh, I would say that's something that you can do to support further research. Uh, and as far as civilian cases, I suspect that we, you know, as much as, you know, we did have some MUFON bashing here, uh, report UFOs to uh, organizations that are accepting UFO reports, whether it be uh, Peter Davenport's uh, National UFO Reporting Center or MUFON, or by golly, this uh, this whole Facebook thing is uh, is pretty interesting these days. There are, I don't know how many official UFO groups uh, on Facebook. Um, uh, there are some that are designed specifically for people to report UFOs to um, and uh, to share your experiences. Uh, I can tell you that in Canada, uh, there's one called uh, UFOs Above Canada that was started by Jordan Bonaparte, um, who's a journalist him, himself. And he's put in a, an online reporting form uh, uh, into the, his forum as well. And so you can report things in there. But people are posting stuff in the Facebook UFO groups. Uh, there are, there's a Facebook UFO group almost in every province of Canada. Uh, and I know that in the United States, there are separate uh, UFO uh, Facebook groups for most states. Uh, and it's just a matter of reporting them so that they can be collected uh, anything that's reported in Canada in Facebook groups, uh, we were also looking on on a social media such as Instagram. We've had UFO reports coming on Instagram, uh, on Twitter, LinkedIn, um, and uh, we you know even look on YouTube. And you know people will say you know I've taken a great video of a of a UFO. How do I send it to you? It's 50 meg. Well, you know post it into or put it into YouTube and mark it private, and then send me the private link. Um, that's 
uh, you know that'll that will ensure that that I can look at it. And if there's a, a you know something that needs to be looked at by other people, it can be looked at, and it's still your property. It's not going to be sold to NBC or to uh, VOA. Uh, uh, wait a minute. If there's a good fee. Uh, if there <laughs> a good fee indeed <laughs> i've had yeah i've had people come to me and say i've taken the best photo of a ufo ever um it's it's absolutely clear you can see detail on the alien's eyebrows and and everything uh i you know i'm only looking for a thousand dollars guess what yeah. that's ain't that ain't gonna happen that no. simply ain't gonna happen so there's there's a number of things that people can do, but the you know and this it goes back to the basics. Tell somebody about what you saw. If you've seen a UFO, tell somebody. Report definitely. It. Yeah, don't be afraid to talk to people about it because once you you open up to other people, you'd be surprised how many people will reciprocate back because not everyone is out there to just make you feel like you're a fool for believing in or having such an experience those are a small portion of even the skeptics we have a small portion of these announcements to listen to and then more fun and games with chris rudkowski gene steinberg j randall murphy it means you're in the paracast Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream, a dream that turns out to be a nightmare because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. The way things are going these days, do you ever ask yourself, when is the other shoe going to drop? The warning signs are everywhere. The next big danger is food shortages. That's why Americans are learning to be self-reliant and getting their emergency long-term food storage from My Patriot Supply. We're America's trusted leader in emergency preparedness. Over the past decade, My Patriot Supply has served millions of families and helped them prepare. Our delicious meal kits average 2,000 calories per day and stay fresh in storage up to 25 years. This is reliable food that will be there when disasters strike. And with the way things are going, you should grab some now. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com, order a starter kit for each member of your family, and we'll ship everything quickly and discreetly to your door. Don't wait and scramble with the masses when the news breaks. Instead, prepare today for what's coming. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Medicaid and CHIP offer free or low-cost health coverage for children and teens. Hospital and doctor visits, prescriptions, shots, and more are covered. That's peace of mind for parents if a child is sick or gets injured. And parents may now be eligible for Medicaid, too, even if they've applied in the past. 
Enrollment is always open. Visit insurekidsnow.gov or call 1-877-KIDS-NOW. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Are you one of the millions who have taken Zantac or other generic versions of this popular drug to help treat stomach issues? Then pay close attention to this message. The FDA said it detected low levels of a probable cancer-causing chemical known as NDMA in Zantac and other generic forms of this popular drug. They've banned sales and even removed it from the market. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've taken Zantac or a generic equivalent, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-998-7173. 877-878-4203. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. Fun and games? Nah. We're talking about UFOs. It's not always fun games. games. It can be a whole lot more. Yeah, there's, and indeed we can have fun with the whole topic. We, there's, there's no question that we can do some some fun stuff with it. But it is a serious topic, and that was a, one of the big points from the uh, task force report, uh, trying to overcome the fact that people are frowned upon, laughed at, etc., for making UFO reports. And the task force hopes that it's going to make enough of a dent that it's going to encourage more reports to, to come forward. I wonder, though, if that's not sort of a backhanded kind of approach to them just letting us know that there is still the stigmatization. Because in my experience, really, most people are perfectly fine with the, with the topic. It's almost like, well, if you get out there and say people are going to laugh at you and don't be afraid of being laughed at, it's like telling them you're going to be laughed at. So, you know, it kind of, I don't know, it kind of makes me wonder a little bit. Well, and there's always the other problem. Like, I'll go back to the Facebook UFO groups, you know, people will post their sighting or their photo, and it's a lens flare. So they'll say, you know, this is great. You know, I mean, I've been followed. I know I didn't see it myself, but it obviously, you know, was invisible except to the camera lens and it did this and did that. And, you know, it's very, very clearly a, a reflection within the lens. And I'll say that. And I've had, boy, I've got nasty messages from from people saying, you know, what gives you the right of being such a smart ass and think you know everything and telling me I don't Uh, know what I'm talking about and all this sort of stuff? Well, uh, people have this mistaken impression that explaining a UFO experience or sighting is debunking. And that's not debunking. If you want debunking, 
go to Neil deGrasse Tyson, go to Bill Nye, go to <laughs> you know, uh, you know, some of the uh, the, the big debunkers. They'll, yeah, they'll well, even to be fair, debunking in and of itself, if you can debunk something, is just perfectly fine. I mean, I was looking at Mick West's debunking of the Go Fast video, and he does a really good job. I no longer believe that there's any question that whatever that was, it was because of a parallax effect on the camera. He's, he's convinced me. <laughs> well, there you go. And, and you know, if you asked Mick why he persists uh, in investigating, why does he continue in the UFO field, it's because he would love it if some evidence was presented with good provenance and good data that, you know, was convincing enough to go to the scientific community with it and say, look, we've got something here that's going on. And that's what the SCU is trying to do as well in the ideal situation. But if you don't have that, you're left with uh, with hardly anything. And I have to say, there's no question that the videos I've seen haven't really impressed me, but the observations by the pilots taken by themselves oh yeah forever uh, very interesting yeah i, I mean how, I that, I how are you supposed to debunk they, that i don't know yeah i don't know what they saw i i don't know how to explain that um but you're the talking videos, about the commander of a squadron of jet fighters off an aircraft carrier not just some average guy who took a you know picture with the lens flare this, yeah. this guy you know this guy is serious stuff like he knows what he's talking about when you hear people talk about him who are his peers, they say he is, like, the best of the best. He's not just another pilot. He is, like, the top of the class, the of all of them. And when you see something like that in the daytime with your own eyes going past your aircraft and you go, we don't have anything like that. Nobody does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that, exactly. You know, and, and if you go from that witness testimony, that suggests there's something going on. And I think that's the point of the true analysis of the task force. Uh, you know, they had these five categories or five explanations, and one was like birds and balloons, and one was, uh, uh, you know, atmospheric, and one was China and, and Russia. Uh, what was the fourth one? I can't remember now, but the only oh, one was U.S. technology, and the fifth one was other. You know, yeah, there's all these other explanations that, that these things could be. And but they've ruled that out, and according to the, their own report, they say that it's not our technology that they know of. They can't find anything in our own technology well, that could possibly explain it. You know, but of course we don't have the top secret uh, version of this. This is just classified. This is not classified top secret. So there could be some technology that is classified top secret that would never make it into the report. So that you know there is a, an issue there. But the point is that let's say these things are, for the argument, Russian. If there is a possibility that uh, that this technology exists and it's Russian, then it should be investigated and the, every, the task force existence is justified. Let's say that there's something wrong with the technology that, that we have to detect it. Let's say that the onboard radar, that the FLIR infrared system is is malfunctioning. Let's say that, you know, there's something wrong with uh, the onboard navigation systems. If that's the case, that should be studied. There should be, you know, there's a good reason to collect the data and look at that. In Canada, I make the point that Transport Canada, which is the equivalent of the FAA, collects UFO reports from pilots all the time, and we get dozens and dozens of them constantly. A classic that occurred in Canada in June involved a Delta Airlines flight that was flying from Anchorage, Alaska 
to Minneapolis. The pilot was actually flying because it's where where it's coming from and going to is flying over the middle of northern Saskatchewan, which is hardly anybody is in that particular region. But the pilot's flying through that area, and he reported a light that was above his flight level. He was flying at something like 39,000 feet. And he radioed to air traffic control. You know, I see this light. What is it? Air traffic control said, there's nothing there. We don't have anything on radar. There's no plane near you. So the report actually said, and this is in Transport Canada, neither the uh, pilot nor air traffic control could determine what this object was. That is an actual UFO report, a UAP report, by an American pilot in Canadian airspace uh, that was registered through Transport Canada. The report exists. We can look at it. We don't know exactly uh, all the details, but we do know this much exists. And the skeptics would say, oh, it, it, was, it was a reflection off the window. Of something, yeah. Uh, you you know, know, that's all it is. It's just a, yeah. it's just a window right. reflection. Well, and this raises the other question. If that's what it was, and a, a, an experienced pilot can't determine that, that raises a concern because this was a commercial airline flight. And if a commercial airline pilot with passengers on board can't tell the difference between a UFO and a reflection on a window, I'd say that's worth investigating. And there's, again, a reason to uh, gather this data and study the phenomenon because that is very serious. And in Canada, there we do know that there have been a number of, I mean, the, the report, Task Force report on UAP said there were 11 near misses between pilots and UFOs. We've had those in Canada. As a matter of fact, there's a classic one on record happened to a Porter Airlines flight that was flying between Ottawa and Toronto, middle of the day, uh, this object appeared right in the middle of a, of a flight path, and the pilot of the airliner had to take evasive maneuvers to get out of the way of this object that was in its path, and when it, uh, the pilot did so, um, some of the uh, stewards on, on board, because they weren't buckled in yet, uh, were dashed uh, to the ceiling. We can't have Are this they- announcement being dashed to, to the ceiling. They like to dash us to the ceiling. More to come with Gene Randall. Chris, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Attention Americans with an IRA or 401k. This is a message from the desk of Chuck Norris. It reads, fellow Americans, today we are facing uncertain times, higher taxes, higher inflation, higher government spending, and higher debt. As a result, millions of Americans could see their life savings disappear. Now, I worked hard for my money, and I've worked even harder to keep it. And there's a small secret I learned along the way to keep Uncle Sam's hands out of my pocket. Let me show you right now. Pick up your phone and call 866-967-2808 and speak to a professional at Gold Co. to get a free copy of my 2021 special report. That's 866-967-2808. Call now and you'll learn the simple steps I took to protect myself. Now is not the time to sit back. It's time to fight back. Call 866-967-2808 and ask for my 2021 special report. If you don't fight for your money, who will? Call 866-967-2808 now. USA Radio News with Dan Naraki. Eleven men are in custody after an hours-long standoff Saturday morning with Massachusetts State Police. 
The incident took place after a traffic stop on I-95 in Wakefield, Massachusetts, where a group of armed men exited their vehicles and fled into some nearby woods. Police negotiators were eventually able to end the standoff with the men surrendering peacefully. They told police they were members of a group that didn't recognize our laws. The 11 faced firearms and other charges. And authorities in Florida say the confirmed death toll in the Surfside condo tower collapse has risen to 24 after two more bodies were pulled from the rubble. 121 residents are still unaccounted for. Miami-Dade County Mayor Daniela Levine-Cava said Saturday that search and rescue operations have been temporarily halted while work begins to demolish the part of the structure that has remained standing. Efforts to raise the remaining part of the building have been accelerated with the approach of Tropical Storm Elsa. This is USA Radio News. A social media company is making a big policy change. Mike Fortier reports. Pinterest announcing this week it will no longer post weight loss ads. The company says it wants Pinterest to be the place where everyone belongs, regardless of body shape or size. Pinterest, the first company to ban all weight loss ads on its platform, they encourage others to do the same. Ads promoting healthy lifestyles and habits or fitness services and products will still be allowed, though, provided they don't focus on weight loss. The National Eating Disorders Association applauds Pinterest, and it says it also hopes this encourages other companies to follow suit. From the USA Radio News Florida Bureau, I'm Mike Fortier. And Elsa weakened into a tropical storm Saturday as it moved through the Caribbean. The storm has slowed down as it passes between Haiti and Jamaica and is expected to make a turn north on Sunday, eventually moving through central Cuba and towards Florida. Forecasters expect it to move near or over the west coast of the state on Tuesday. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. Hi, it's Grant Cameron from PresidentialUFO.com. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. That's just some ceiling dashing commentary. That's a tongue twister. Say it yes. five times backwards, Chris Rudkowski. Yeah. So these these stewards have to be treated uh, for their injuries. So if injuries are occurring because of UFOs then there's some concerns for safety to passengers and crew. So in any of these situations, any of these circumstances, whatever is causing these UAPs to be seen uh, without invoking the possibility of aliens, then the subject should be taken seriously. There shouldn't be any ridicule involved, and it should be studied by science, uh, intelligence community, the military community, and the public should be made aware of it. All of that 
is, uh, I think, the purpose of, of or the intent behind getting this UIP task force uh, report out. And hopefully, hopefully over the next little while, we'll be seeing more information coming from it. Mm. Well, maybe then what they're doing is they're, they're saying, OK, well, now it's time for everyone to start taking it seriously. And that will further advances towards the real disclosure day because if everyone does start taking it seriously then it's just a matter of time before it's okay for them to open up and go yeah we've known about them all along yeah yeah no big deal we know what that is you know it's just we just didn't want to cause panic or alarm or whatever their reasons happen to be which I, who knows exactly there could be a number of them and this brings me to, uh, I'm pretty sure that I read in your report somewhere that uh, there's these people out there that are, and I seem to fall into this category, and and uh, and you called them the uh, the UFO zealots. The UFO zealots. The UFO zealots. And I thought, okay, Chris, uh, I seem to fall into this category. Exactly how did I get to become <laughs> a UFO zealot now? <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know how you got to become a UFO. Yeah, yeah, how did I get to become a UFO zealot? I mean, I I always thought I was being pretty rational about the discussion, you know, and yet I'm one of those people who, well, if there is no other reasonable explanation, it seems to me that we've got alien visitation, and I'm willing to go that far. Mm-hmm. Are you sure that makes me a zealot, or are you are you really referring to the you know the ones that are more the reptilians have taken over government? Yeah, I, I think I'm leaning more <laughs> in the reptilian uh, issue. I know that there's a there's a UFO group in 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 Canada uh, that that has uh, experiencer forums and, and meetings and things like that. And the, uh, I think their last meeting was talking about reptilians uh, in government. And, and uh, right, but the thing that makes it worse aren't those the ones who call those reptilians pedophiles? Well, I want to tell you something really <laughs> weird. I mean, we've reached this where. I went to the local Circle K, a convenience store, like a 7-Eleven and places like that, to get a cup of coffee. And somebody there has this big board, and he's got papers on, and he says, would you like to sign a petition about pedophiles? I said, what? You know, what are you talking about? Turns out he is one of those strange people looking for reptilians in the government. Boy, Man. you know, Q, Q and on is, uh, it, it certainly, um, uh, you know, it touches on the subject of UFOs and aliens. There's no question of that. You, you scratch a conspiracy theorist and, you know, there's all sorts of stuff that can spill out sometimes. That's um, right. When you scratch him, does it itch? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, something starts spilling for a second. Uh, so far as I know, and I could be wrong, and, and if you guys know of any cases, but there have been a lot of UFO reports by children, and I don't know of a single one where any child has been sexually molested by aliens. I don't. I've only heard of adults having these encounters where that's happened, but I have not heard of any cases where kids have. I mean, I've heard of cases where there's star children. Allegedly, they're, you know, the product of some sort of hybridization program, but that's an entirely different thing. 
There's one case that comes to mind. This goes back to when I was actually when I had actually agreed to facilitate uh, an abductee support group. And one woman who had come to me for assistance, and we actually worked with her uh, and a clinical psychologist because she had a vivid memory of a creature coming into her into her bedroom and uh, engaging in sexual uh, activity and, and uh, you know very uh, very traumatic for her. Um, and she was very, very concerned. She had a great deal of anxiety, and uh, uh, I, I met with her a few times, uh, sometimes in concert with the clinical psychologist, and of course, m- most of the time, the clinical psychologist and her by, by themselves, because uh, I'm not a clinical psychologist. And there was a breakthrough that happened, and I remember it was, I was one of the times that I was uh, with, uh, in, in engaged in the conversation. And one of the reasons that she was so anxious is that her young daughter came into the room at the time that one of these creatures was uh, accosting uh, her mother. And this woman was very concerned that something was happening to her daughter as well. And it turned out eventually, after considerable uh, therapy and sessions, that this woman had a screen memory of a date rape experience that she had herself. And it is this type of experience and this type of discussion uh, that has led me, and it's one of the reasons that I I strongly say that uh, I don't think ufologists should be involved in abduction research, uh, working with abductees, because in some cases, and I'm not saying this is, you know, a a great percentage or a small percentage or anything, but uh, there have been a number of cases like this that I've been involved with where the... uh, uh, abductee or contactee had uh, attempted suicide uh, because the aliens were so powerful uh, of an influence in this person's life, uh, where there had been some uh, sexual uh, uh, involvement. Um, and it turns out that um, you know ufologists are not trained in this field. Um, we oh, are I, not, co- I completely agree with you, Chris. We're not I've been in the same boat. I've been at a meeting and a very nice woman was, you know, said she had had an experience and so on. And I, I could listen to it, but I, I just said I'm just not qualified to be able to, to, to deal with this mm-hmm. uh, in, in the way that you want. I think you know. Yeah. I just, I just wasn't ready for that. I think probably I could have, but then my mind goes to, well, what if I do? just get her to open up and talk about it what kind of contamination am i opening up from my own perspective there as much as i might be well in, intentioned you know and, and, right and at first do no harm you know that comes to mind immediately exactly and, and I, I i saw a zoom meeting of a group of ufo experiencers led by a prominent uh, ufo expert and it was very concerning to me because people with various uh, levels of experience were sharing quite openly and supporting one another and uh, you know it it really got it, it really made me concerned that uh, you know the people should be uh, speaking with uh, clinicians and therapists rather than uh, in in this type of forum. So I I have a lot of concern in that, um, and and you know it's it's 
it's awful in some ways that we got onto this topic by talking about uh, children. Know, uh, but again, I, so right? Yeah. But I, again, I don't know of any cases that seem more or less credible. And there, of course, there would be people to say, "Well, none of those cases are credible, so it doesn't really matter." But I still don't. You know, you you provided me with one that turned out to be something other than something alien. Mm-hmm. And we have something other than what we're talking mm-hmm. about to interrupt us, as is our want on a show like this. But we've got a lot more to come with Gene, Chris. And Randall, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Hey, listeners. I want you to have the entire Paracast experience. So I'd like to tell you about after the Paracast. After the Paracast is an exclusive feature for subscribers to the Paracast Plus. With After the Paracast, you never know what's going to happen next. After the Paracast features color commentary, special interviews, and further conversations with Paracast guests. With Paracast Plus, you can download a very special enhanced version of the Paracast also. We do offer exclusive music, videos, and more features are coming. To get more info about subscribing, please visit theparacast.plus. Once again, theparacast.plus. Prices are just $1.50 a week, less than a cup of coffee at your local convenience store. Check out theparacast.plus to learn more about Paracast Plus. Yes, the pandemic is coming to an end. Restrictions are coming to an end. But body aches and pains never seem to end. That's why you need to click sunny-bay.com for the best sleep you can get. Sunny Bay's legendary products can help, like our lavender stress-reducing products, locally sourced and handmade in the USA. Or try Sunny Bay's award-winning pillows for traveling or extra neck support while sleeping. No need for pills or expensive chiropractic visits. Our neck support pillows are that good. Sunny Bay is a homegrown small business, but our products are designed and rigorously tested based on your demand and feedback. And they make great gifts for mom, dad, or anyone. Find Sunny Bay products on Amazon, Walmart, Etsy, or at sunny-bay.com. And right now, get free heat patches and a belt with any purchase. So remember, Sunny Bay heating pads, neck pillows, and stress-relieving hot or cold wraps as restrictions come to an end and you get back to work. Do it the healthy way with Sunny Bay. If you're trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO, private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. 800-296-1252. 
Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pau Arco Super Tea helps build the red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. A one-pound package of tea is $34.95 plus shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. That's shop, S-H-O-P, super, S-U-P-E-R-T-T-E-A dot com. So the complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 5 California time. That's shopsupertea.com at 818-984-6100. is Richard Dolan. You're listening to the Paracast. Want to let you know that Chris Rutkowski will not be allowed to leave the building with Elvis. When the show is over, he will be back on After the Paracast, part of the Paracast Plus subscription service. Check out more at theparacast.plus. And maybe that's when I'll pose my UFO trivia question. Oh, yes. Know. You know, there is one in the forum. Check yes. it out at forum.theparacast.com, but yeah. it will be discussed on their premium show. Oh, Sorry you want to wait till the premium show? Because I was thinking I would make sure I got it in before this one's over. Uh-huh. So you want to hold that one off for the premium show, Gene? Oh, yeah. Let, this is only for the elite. Come on. Okay. All right. But let's actually read the the question then just to give people a taste of what it is. Here's a question for UFO trivia buffs. What town in North America got its name because of the UFOs seen there? And if you want that answer, you're going to have to tune in to After the Paracast. You know, he's starting to sound there like he's trying to imitate the creepy whisper. Of a certain person in Washington, D.C. in the White House. He does sometimes to emphasize something. But some people think it's a creepy whisper. We do not allow creepy whispers. Oh, well, thanks, Gene. On this show. <laughs> Here, I we don't allow it. It's not permitted. But I'll have to give you some sustain, hydration, PF, preservative-free dry eye relief with Hydro Boost technology. Okay. <laughs> How do we contact their marketing department? (laughs) That's $12.50, right? That's right. That's right. I I don't know how much much time we have left, but... Just before you go on with that, since we're all about product placement here, I got to say, you know, we've got, in addition to all the rest, we got a new store with a bunch of t-shirts and pickers and cups and goodies on it that everybody can check out, too. Excellent. Yeah, Yeah. by all means. We just got it. Finally, we got our own store actually working. Oh. And it's not easy to do this. People think, oh, you just add a few items and you have a store. And we've done this a few times already. We had one place where people would place an order and the merchandise is great, but sometimes they were a little slow. Sometimes they were a little slow paying us for the merchandise. We went to another place before Randall joined the show and they went out of business without telling us. So one day I'm checking our links. I want to add more items to the store and there's no store. But this place is, works. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're doing this through Cafe Press, and we got another one going now in Redbubble, and we're going to get one going at Tee Public. So if you guys ever do order some stuff, you can go to any of those places. So anyway, enough of that. Well, uh, there's, there is product <laughs> placement. We have to get product placement because I have to mention yeah. that a lot of people know me for one particular case, and that's the Falcon Lake case of Canada from yes, 1967. You know, I've, I've, I've done a lot more than just that, but that seems to be how people uh, talk to me about. And by golly, just two weeks ago, it was two weeks ago, yeah, two weeks ago, the Falcon Lake UFO encounter was commemorated with its own beer. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. The, what are they uh, calling the far- it? Is that implying far- that those who the, the were involved in this case Brewing were drunk? Company. Well, no. There's a, the Farmery yeah. Estate Brewing Company of Nipawa, Manitoba, okay. has come out with a light beer called the Falcon Lake Encounter. And, you know, a graphic of the uh, Falcon Lake UFO on the cover and its landing spot. And it's, uh, to, it's sort of part of a, uh, a series commemorating um, tourism in uh, the place called the White Shell, which is a provincial park where, the, uh, uh, where this has occurred. And they're actually coming out with a, uh, a video series uh, talking about the, this uh, experience. Maybe your product uh, line should include some UFO beer. That, that would be awesome, yeah. actually. Yeah, there's you get, get in touch with them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> See if they'd uh, allow us to uh, to use their design for all our listeners too. Of course, many people know you as a writer of UFO books as well. You've got the When They Appeared, which is about the Falcon Lake encounter, the Canadian UFO Report, Unnatural History, I Saw It Too, the Big Book of UFOs, Abductions and Aliens, UFOs Reframing the Debate. I mean, you know, check out your stuff on uh, Amazon or wherever uh, you guys go for buying books because Chris is, you know, his stuff is really good. (laughs) And coming soon. Coming soon, soon, soon. A new book called with book, the title book, Canada's book. UFOs Declassified. Say that again. I, I stepped over you. Okay. Yeah. And coming soon, a new book, uh, the title of which is Canada's UFOs Declassified, from August Night and White Crow Press. It's supposed to be out end of July, beginning of August, and it's all about actual UFO reports investigated by the Royal Canadian Air Force and the RCMP in the files of uh, the Canadian government, and I've uh, gone through the various case reports and pulled out some of the more interesting cases and went into them in some detail, and some are pretty darned interesting. That's all I'm going to tell you at this point. Oh, you got to give us a teaser. Give us one of them, at least for the main show. Well, he's only got a couple of minutes. It's got to be fast. Why don't you speak gotta fast? fast? Got to be fast? Okay. How about an RCMP officer who had a UFO swoop down over his car and uh, reported it officially to the RCMP, and it was investigated in some detail, interrogated, and so forth? How about uh, a train, a railway train in Nova Scotia that uh, the one of the, uh, uh, the, the trainmen or, you know, caboose people or whatever they are? Uh, Brakeman, probably. Brake- I love train stories. Rakeman. A UFO came down over uh, the train as he was watching it, and he felt sort of a prickling sensation on his body. He went to the doctor and was uh, examined by uh, doctors because of uh, some residual effects of the UFO that swooped down over the train. So just. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What kind of residual effects? Give us a Um, hint. 
Well, he had uh, it was uh, he was burned. Uh, the hair fell out, and he actually had thought himself that he was exposed to radiation. Cash Landrum revisited. Yeah, and this is and these are documented. Uh, by the National Research Council, by the RCMP, and the Royal Canadian Air Force. You know, these are not just National Enquirer types of stories. These are government documents detailing these things. Well, you know, of course, we don't want to attack the National Enquirer. They actually used to publish some pretty authentic UFO cases. Oh, yeah, and Bob Pratt, you know, for example, as much as people might look down on the National Enquirer, Bob Pratt was a pretty good investigator, uh, you know, had the chance to meet him just once. Um, but he did, you know, he was really dogged in, in his pursuit of uh, trying to understand what people had seen. So you never know. Of course, it's been involved in all the politics now in this country, the National Enquirer. So we really don't want to get into that because that will weigh, it's just going to get us into another radio show. Exactly. And, and then this one's hard enough to do. Chris will be returning on after the PowerCast, but for now he's going to tell us. Those curious about where you find Chris Rutkowski stuff, tell us where do they go. Well, let me give you a creepy whisper. Where do they go? <laughs> and the Canadian Isn't that good? Whisper. <laughs> uh, well, you could look. You could find me uh, on most social media, uh, Facebook. Uh, I'm uh, an admin for the UFO updates, the original UFO updates uh, from Errol Bruce Knapp's uh, classic. Uh, I'm in there now on Instagram, on Twitter, Ufology Research. My books are on Amazon, and I have my blog. Uh, which is uforum.blogspot.com in the Canadian UFO survey, survey.canadianuforeport.com. I'm all over the darn place. You can find us on Twitter. Look for the Paracast on Twitter and Facebook. Look for our brand new, spanking new, in fact, if you don't go there, we'll spank you. Seriously, our brand spanking new store at theparacast.shop. We've got several different logos there. It's not just the Paracast logo and Red Pill Junkies logo, the cartoon character that looks vaguely like me and all that good stuff. Randall did some great artwork. We're opening up the store for other artwork, and you can have T-shirts made of that and caps and all sorts of good things. Go to the Paracast.shop, and the orders will be filled promptly. Everything is great. Also, check out the Paracast.plus. The Paracast.plus. Learn about our premium version of the show free of the network ads. And the After the Paracast podcast, where people like Chris Rudkowski hang out and they tell us all about hmm, what town was named after UFO and other good stuff. For more information and to take advantage of special deals for five-year and lifetime subscription special deals, go to the Paracast.plus. Chris Rudkowski. Thank you for joining us this week. Thank you. The Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in... The Paracast.